0: Good morning. How are you going? Yeah,
1: really well, thank you. A very different book uh, from you and Dion this time around. Of course, the last couple have been, well, kids' books. There's Too Many Cheeky Dogs and Go Home Cheeky Animals. But this is a much more uh, personal story. Tell us uh, how it came to be.
0: Yeah, look, after we won Picture Book of the Year for Go Home Cheeky Animals, which was a huge uh, coup and everyone was very surprised, um, I think Dion got a real taste for storytelling we'd made two books already and he started to talk and and by talk I mean sign um, and and draw um, lots of personal stories from his his life from his childhood um, growing up between Lake Nash and Canteen Creek and and Tennant Creek and and my publisher said to me well why why don't you make your next book the story of Dion and I thought well that is such huge undertaking. Like how on earth are we gonna do that? Yes. Um first of all, I'm I'm a hearing author and Dion's a deaf artist. I speak some clunky Auslan but by certainly, you know, certainly um isn't it's not very smooth. Um and Dion's first language is actually drawing. So a lot of people say to us, how did how did you make make this book. It It is very different. It's 120 pages long. Mm. It's filled with his artwork. It reads like a visual arts process diary. It's got um, very much like a textured um, art in process uh, feel to it. There's a lot of sort of scratch marks. It It's on different types of paper stock. Um, and it's essentially ended up being an illustrated poem that's three and a half thousand words long.
1: Yeah, and and it is beautiful and it's a lovely experience to read it because, as you said, it's unlike reading any other book and quite different to the previous two. So how was that process? As you said, you know, it it, it can be difficult co- to communicate at times. So how did you get this amazing story out of Dion and how did you work together to put it on, into the pages?
0: Yeah, the first place that we started was on the floor in Dion's place it's a huge converted shed in Tennant Creek um, and Dion draws every day he's he's quite um, he's he just never stops drawing and it is his first language so he has for many years been drawing the things the stories that are important to him so what was wonderful was his carer Joy who is really the glue in this book the unsung hero uh, Joy put all these artworks in piles on the ground and you were able to look just based on the height of the pile to see the the moments of significance in Mm. Dion's life and so that's where we started the conversations we I looked at the piles we took some artworks to the kitchen table and then I started to ask questions like you know why are you walking so far in 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 this picture, and it, a story came out about when Dion was sort of four, maybe five, his grandmother told him a story about how he'd gone looking for his father one day and he just walked and walked in the hot sun and he ended up kilometres away from Lake Nash down where the Bullocky drink and they found him near the watering trough. Goodness. Um And so these moments came out that he'd held on to memories that were quite extraordinary. And one of the most significant moments in his life was when um, I think he was attacked by dogs as a child. And because he didn't have the same mobility due to his muscular dystrophy, um, it was a really terrifying moment. And it certainly shaped his ongoing interest in camp dogs and, and some of their very naughty aunties.
1: <laughs> and hence we've seen a whole life of uh, cheeky dog drawings and and maybe stemming from some of those early memories and those early moments.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and so what happened next was this conversation that went back and forth between Dion and I and Dion and his carer and just more and more stories. And the way that Dion communicates is... He leans a lot on repetition for um, emphasis, and also he uses a lot of descriptive language that's about colour and movement. So you can see in the way that his voice moves through the story that there's a lot of repetition and a lot of use of um, colour and movement. Yeah, and it was a you know it was a really big challenge for me, and sometimes an overwhelming one was to how do you voice someone with a with an unconventional voice and how do you do it with authenticity? And I do feel really proud about what we've created together and I think if Dion could speak out loud that this
1: is how he would sound. Yeah, and look, it is such a beautiful piece and it's a lovely companion to the other uh, books as well which you know, gave us insight into Dion's character but this just tells us so much more about uh, who he is and all those amazing memories and you know, what's brought him to this point in his life and the amazing um, effect he's been able to have on so many lives through his Cheeky Dog artworks. Now, you've just got back from a bit of a national tour and I'm hearing that uh, there was a bit of a rock stars welcome at a couple of spots.
0: Yeah, we just had a launch in Sydney at um, the Aboriginal Early Childhood Conference out at Liverpool, and just imagine a room where there's 500, mostly women, um, seated at round tables. So it was really, really deep. You could hardly see the back of the room. Dion was live illustrating on like a huge screen, and um, every time he finished an illustration and turned the page, the whole auditorium, so 500 people, a 1,000 hands did the deaf applause <laughs> in the air, which is for people who don't know, you put both hands up and you sort of wave your fingers. Fantastic. It was, it was spectacular. And so Dion, you know, in true cheekiness, he was like, oh, cause and reaction. So then he was like, he turned, he turned I'll the I'll do some more of that, thanks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so it, he signed books for eight hours straight he if you get a chance um if anyone in alice is interested to to meet him or get a signed book he he does an illustration in every book he signs so um there were these long hues like a hundred meters long of people um waiting for him to sign their books it was really quite extraordinary and so
1: and, and he was doing a drawing for each one so i imagine that probably took a while in the end
0: Yeah, we were like, just leave your books here, go and enjoy the conference, come back, we'll we'll sort it. But he he did have to work very hard and I think he had a pretty sore hand by the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. So what comes next? Uh, Do you continue travelling the country with this one? What's the next challenge?
0: Yeah, look, there's some exciting things happening. We've got, um, we do have a launch in my hometown, which is in uh, July. Dion's going to come up the highway for that. Um, but there are also some other exciting things um, on the on the cards. We've got wind that um, an Aboriginal opera singer might like to transform one of our books into an opera for right. primary schools. Wow! Um, but the next, the big next thing, which Dion speaks about in the book is his long-held dream that he wants to travel to Africa and go on safari. And he, he just loves African animals. He draws them a lot, but he's, all his experiences have been in zoos. And so um, I think the next probably adventure for us and, and hopefully the next book will be cheeky dogs go to africa
1: cheeky dogs on tour i can see it right now and what an amazing experience i'm sure he would absolutely love it and some of the uh, creative influences he would take from a safari in africa would be just mind-boggling uh, he's an amazing character and how fabulous that his story can be told in this book uh, cheeky dogs to lake nash and back all the best with it and uh, we'll catch you on safari
0: thank you bye <laughs>